Welcome, cosmic soul surfers. I was interacting with a technological life form that is the Mac Pro while doing my podcast today. I didn't realize it's allergic to my webcam. Half of the podcast went kaput, along with the performance of Mallory Lennon's take outside of my iPhone recording that I managed to salvage. But she did such a great job that I, I think you'll still love it. And we have the first half that auto saved. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I slightly failed on this one, but. I don't want to inconvenience her by redoing it, so I'm going to uh, make the best of this and uh, sort of recap what uh, we talked about. And, you know, I was probably a little nervous that such a bright light gave me the time of day to do a podcast. I mean, this girl's probably going to be famous with the, within the next year, whether she wants to or not. Uh, recapping on some of the things you'll miss, she spoke of her sponsorship with Hammond Organs, plus the opportunity to hang out at NAM Music Trade Show in Nashville, and got to jam with legendary 2017 inducted jazz master Dr. Lonnie Smith. She told of his egoless persona, powerful aura, and radio mind broadcasting heaven's waves into terrestrial music. Also had like a turban on and looks like Gandalf, but agreed that being a guru is probably an undocumented side effect of becoming a jazz master. We also ranted about personal struggles, and I know that some of the most beautiful artists blossom out of the necessity to lift their heavy hearts. And, you know, being a dreamer requires you to, to ride the waves of life, and the best surfers are always the most beautiful uh, people to watch. And, uh, yeah, I Mallory... Her is nailing her sound, branded as Mallory Lennon in the psychedelics. I just got to listen to an unreleased recording of her new single, and I think it's on caliber to become a classic. Uh, meeting all these musicians and what I've been told other light workers alike, uh, combined with the inclination of staying up late to juice my subconscious into consumable nourishment. Here is a non-conforming piece of poetry I wrote. I wonder if you know you're in a line like a patron on his cell phone, distracted from picking what he wants and waiting to the last minute to look. Except for it seems you're willfully distracted, somehow thinking you're in line for the line. Well, this particular line is very long, utterly busy, and you will just as soon be thrown to the back if you fail to or are unwilling to choose what you want. The ride, the great audition, the purpose of life itself could be to tackle the prospect of death. Don't put it off. Don't shame it. Change is scary, but as you didn't know you wanted this, you won't know you're wanting that. Don't forget. Choose now, and don't put a level of comfort or price tag on your dreams. History repeats itself because it's mostly populated by good-hearted people who couldn't choose action and couldn't break undesirable habit. And now for my next guest, whom I wish you could have shared more of the conversation with, but I can vouch for as someone pursuing life to the fullest. Please follow Mallory Lennon at ReverbNation.com forward slash Mallory Lennon. All right, y'all, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your host, Brent Brown of the Small Room Sesh. We got Mallory Lennon in the studio today. She is an amazing songwriter and singer, has a ton of soul, and I'm super stoked to have her in the studio. Mallory what is new with you? I heard you just got back from New York a, a little while ago. I did, yes. Uh, things have been crazy uh, in the best way possible. Uh, so just traveling everywhere for music. Just got home from New York, uh, recorded a single out there, and it's called Honey Spine. 
Uh, it's not released yet, but uh, honestly, it was like one of the most important experiences in my musical career. I feel like it's just like the epitome of what my music is supposed to sound like, and I've truly just never been happier with a piece of work that I've done. So, I, I heard a, a phone recording of this song she posted on Facebook, and it it honestly was like dope sounding. <laughs> And I didn't, I didn't like know too much about like your whole band name and everything yet. But when I heard that song and I heard Mallory London and the Psychedelics, I know this is you know just a total solo song, but it just resonated with that title. I'm like, yeah, this has got that like psychedelic kind of rock feeling. Right. Yeah. And it's you know it's cool because like the whole we had so many different parts, so many different parts to the song. You know, we had the rhythm section, we had our bass player and our drummer, but then. You know, when I wrote the song, it, it started as this, like, very, you know, beautiful piano ballad, this very loving piano ballad, and then it moved into this whole new, like, very Amy Winehouse-esque big band sound, which just gave it a whole new personhood. And I think that's kind of, you know, what my band name stands for. At least when I came up with the band name, it was like, you know, you're not necessarily going to play with the same people every single time that you get on a stage or every time that you're in a studio. And every time that you play the song, it's always going to have a different feel because, you know, every single artist that you play with has their own artistic integrity. And it's kind of just like being on a different trip every time that you play a song with them. So it's pretty awesome. I, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I freaking love that idea of just like, just like every new person brings like another almost mental state when you play with them. Like you're going to do things you wouldn't have done otherwise. Right, know? exactly. And it's like, well, think about like the idea of LSD and like being on a good trip or being on a bad trip. And you're hoping that you're on a good trip. But either way, the trip is different every time, you know. And would it like matter like definitely who you're with and that sort of thing? Right. And that's yeah. the thing is like, you know, they, they say that, you know, to have a good trip, you should surround yourself with things that, you know, make you happy and, and people that are, are good for your soul. And I feel like when you get on stage with people that are good for your soul, you know, whoever that may be, it could be a different person every time. You're always going to, you're going to have a good time every time, but it's going to be a different kind of good time every time. It'll never be the same good time twice. Yeah, so... I remember you posting that you just visited Randy Jackson. Yeah, it was, it was weird. <laughs> tell, me, tell me about that. How did it come about? What did you talk about? Oh, man. So I go to L.A. Well, first this all came out. He, he heard my music through um, <clears throat> one of his, like, assistants, and uh, who's a, a friend of my uncle's, actually, and she had never heard my music before, and she's like, this has got to, like, do something this has to go somewhere uh so she plays it for him and he was rather impressed if you will uh and I I fly out there to LA to have I guess like a sort of like business meeting with him and and talk about my music and it was a very surreal experience like I I get to LA and I had spent you know the past couple days just kind of wandering around LA and, and figuring out my life there and, you know, sort of grounding myself in ways that I hadn't done before. I didn't think I was going to like L.A. How long did you stay? I was there for three days. 
So not a long time, but I, I honestly, before, when I was on the plane, I didn't think that I was going to enjoy L.A. Because I'm like, oh, this town is, you could have whatever you want whenever you want. It's full of excess. It's full of, you know, material, which is not really what I stand for as a person. But I've never felt more grounded in a place in my whole life, which was like a very surreal, cool feeling. But the day that I uh, met Randy, it was very weird. We were supposed to meet at his office, and then he's like, oh, change of plans. We're going to meet at the Chateau Marmont. And I was like, yeah, Jim Morrison, like, you still live there. It's no big deal. Like, So he gets us this, like, private room, and we talk, we're chatting, and then I play a song for him, which is actually the song I'm going to play for you here today. Uh, it's called Born in a Bad Way, and it was just like I couldn't see him. I couldn't see the person that I was staying with there I, I I couldn't see anybody and I all I could do was just play this song and it it just felt good felt really good and then afterwards why couldn't you see them well I could I mean they were in my line of vision but like when I say that I couldn't see them I was just like so invested in my performance that the only thing I could really see in front of me was my music yeah and like sort of my you know authenticity like flowing before me which is a very cool thing well it's that's uh that's a tough thing to do because um you know if you're put on the spot like are you gonna are you gonna do your thing or are you gonna you are know, you gonna get, choke <laughs> think about other things you yeah. know and it sounds like you like you probably nailed it um that's how I felt and I mean that's definitely the way it came across because now we're you know continuing our professional relationship and it was so funny his the the person that came with me who works with him was like Randy doesn't smile when he's like listening to music and he was smiling the whole time that he's like listening to you play and um that's actually the reason I chose to like come and perform this song uh because I mean like if I can make somebody like that happy and en enjoy this song who doesn't typically like you know smile or enjoy or show the way that he feels about music that you know maybe uh, the listeners will, you know, enjoy it in some strong regard. Well, cool. yeah, I mean, maybe he just has heard so much and, like, nothing does it for him anymore. And, like, potentially, I mean, he's just being completely genuine. Just He just is making him smile. Yeah. Know? I mean, even it's if it is sad, just... Though, that he just doesn't... Yeah, when I think about the idea of somebody just, like, not smiling, like, I think about all the music that I listen to, like, I listen to a lot of jazz, and I, I mean, The Dead is my favorite band ever. And every time well, you, I hear... You like fish a lot, then? Maybe? Uh, uh, like, no. I, I dig fish. I think that Sorry, fish that is a cruel really... No, man, it's cool. It's totally cool. Um, I think fish is a really sophisticated jam band. Um, but I feel like I can anticipate fish more than I can anticipate the dead. And that's the thing that I enjoy about the dead and that I enjoy about jazz music is, you know, you can hear the same song a hundred different times and you're never going to hear the same song. And then I feel like when I listen to, like, Fish cover, like, Cities by Talking Heads, I feel like every time it's, <laughs> like, the same thing, which is not a bad thing. They're all, like, incredible musicians and Fish has some some songs that, like, Anytime I listen to them, I'm just like, why do I play music? Like, what? What, what just happened? Like, 
But I, I mean, I digress. I, I like I like it all. All the Jamins are cool. Right right now, I'm really into Tadeshi Trucks Band. Like yeah. they're my Heck yeah. they're my people right now. Susan Tadeshi is like everything I'd like to be in life. So, I mean, not but you know, she's just she's cool. She's really cool, and I love that she just owns her presence as a a female in a very male predominant scene of music. So, it's very cool to watch her do her thing. On a stage full of dudes. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it doesn't hurt that you got Derek Trucks being like a, a god on the guitar He's back there. He's such a babe. <laughs> I adore him. I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I'm not really great at judging guys like that, but I could just figure, you know, like if I enjoy his guitar playing so much and I were of the opposite sex, I'd probably dig Derek Trucks. Ladies love the D. Yeah. Derek. The Derek. The Derek. That's what we're referring to. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's just just <laughs> Derek. <laughs> All right, so what's the song that you got for us then? This song is called Born in a Bad Way. All right, cool. Take it away. All right. It's a cold day in the yard. Our father died, barely broke. From a hollow cave I crumble And from silence I walk A soldier hard inside To try and ease the pain I've been born in a bad way This place is a little darker and I'll howl and just release me from the land of carnal greed And so good down to hold me and or I go away the pain Oh, baby, I, I've been born in a bad way Yours will, they've been taken Two children and the wife, but the broken man inside you still cuts me like a knife. So, daddy, oh, me sweetly, and leave them with the blame. Oh, baby, I've been born in a bad way. The same way that I came back to the hollow cave I go with all my dying shame. 